This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. How do you post about a new relationship online? So Facebook doesn't have this anymore, but it used to be able to let you put relationship statuses with people you used to go out with. So you can add like month and year that you guys dated. Once after I left to college, an ex of mine tried to add me as formerly in a relationship between so-and-so years. And I'm like, why would anyone want to do that? Because like, first of all, why would I want to advertise it? And two, who does that help? That is really weird to have a resume of everyone you've ever dated on the internet. Hello, welcome to Why'd You Push That Button, a show where Caitlin Tiffany and Ashley Carmen, that's me, talk about all the decisions we're forced to make with technology. Oh man, today we're talking about a really juicy topic. You know we love when when the episodes get gossipy. Ugh. And we love one star girl talk about <laughs> quote unquote boys. And, and this is our season finale culture. also. So we had to go out with the goss, the hot goss. Yeah, we're playing to we're playing to our strengths here. Totally, totally. I'm I'm excited about this episode. I am too. I know for a fact that it's going to get bleak, which we also love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of news to deliver in this episode. Oh, man. Uh, so, Caitlin, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the idea of being Instagram official, which, is, if you haven't heard of, is essentially the same thing as Facebook official, which was... Like the dominant form of announcing a relationship for several years. Many at least. years. Many years. Yeah. Many. Yeah. You know, but do people really use Facebook anymore? Probably not. It sucks. And nobody that I know who is normal would go on Facebook and change their relationship status. I like Unless don't, maybe I they don't got even really friend people on Facebook, let alone friend a new date. Yeah. Obviously, people are still falling in love. They still want to announce it to the world. They need some way to do it. We think and have heard rumblings that the way you do this now is by posting a photo on Instagram Yeah, um, with your new significant other. And it might not even necessarily be like, oh, we're dating now. It actually probably isn't. It's just like there's this significance to the first photo of the two of you on the gram. Things have just gotten really, really complicated when you want to make a relationship public because before you had just the drop-down menu on Facebook where it was like, in a relationship, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? Oh my God, that's Love so ya. crazy that they had that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> single, whatever. And then you could tag the person who you're in a relationship with. It would send this notification out over your newsfeed to your friends. And everyone was like, oh, this is a new relationship. Let's comment on it. Whatever. Now it's like, oh... My true friends will know that this person is new to my Instagram, never has been seen before. Therefore, they can assume I'm hanging out with someone new. They can piece the puzzle together themselves. I'm in a relationship. We've gotten a lot more coy, I think, just like as a society. I definitely, this is going to make me sound demented, but um, my college boyfriend, the day after we kissed for the first time, I changed my Facebook status to in a relationship. (laughs) Clingy. (laughs) Gotta mark your territory. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't remember the last time I changed my status. I guess it was college. Like, I really do not ever remember changing it. So what I thought would be fun for this episode is 
changing my relationship status on Facebook because I had this whole theory of like Caitlin where I was like, this doesn't matter at all. Like no one will care. Facebook is so dead. Although obviously Facebook owns Instagram, which you all know. But anyway, so as you all know, Chris and I were dating and I changed my Facebook status to in a relationship, which was really scary. After about like like a year. A year of dating. dating? I did not realize I was sweating to change it because it really was a big decision. Here I was talking this big game, like no one cares, doesn't matter. But then when it came time to push the button to in a relationship with, that was huge and really scary because like it feels so official. So I did it though, I did it. And <laughs> multiple people commented, my friends who know I'm in a relationship or whatever, commented, were like, oh my God, like, yeah. I called my mom for a different reason and she was at my cousin's house and my cousin was like, ask Ashley about the Facebook thing. And my mom was like, oh, your aunt says that you changed your Facebook relationship oh status. God. What's that about? And I'm like, mom, you knew <laughs> I was dating someone. Like, this is not this is not a big deal. I'm doing it for the podcast. So many people texted me about their relationship status. Clearly, it actually maybe matters. That is bananas to me. But I think actually what you're saying just confirms what we were just discussing, which is that now people like it's not normal to announce things in that way. You have to be sneaky. You have to tiptoe towards each other in the digital space and like gradually over time, if anybody gives a shit enough about your life to like sleuth through your Venmo feed and who you're following on Spotify and who you're like tweeting at and like whatever and whose Instagram photos you're tagged in, then they'll find out that you're dating and Maybe only if they really yeah, care. And then if you announce it, it's like, well, and, whoa, and calm because down. because your Facebook friends presumably are left over from your previous life. Literally, I've had Facebook since I was, what, it was 2007. Like over 10 years. Mm-hmm. The people I was friends with in 2007, I actually can't remember their names. Like I don't know who they are anymore. So it was kind of like coming out to strangers. My friends know who I'm dating. Anyway, fast forward to now. This We've been recording this episode for a while now. And uh, big news in Ashley's life. Chris and I broke up. So then I had to actually experience the changing of the Facebook relationship status from in a relationship to single. Okay, but see, that's easy to do. And you can also hide it from your timeline. I absolutely hid it from my timeline. (laughs) Right. So what I'm more curious about in this situation is what did you do to your Instagram? Did you archive anything? No, this is actually a thing that is a struggle. It's been a rocky ride to put it lightly. I actually think Ashley's handling this breakup amazingly. Thank you, Caitlin. If anything, she's gotten more charming and hotter. So (laughs) I like, I truly don't see the downside. Oh gosh. Well, I've really had some crazy changes of heart with this episode ever since my relationship has changed. But I wanted to handle the breakup like an adult. I was like, you know what? Chris was a part of my life for a very long time. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to archive photos. Like I just don't, I don't care that much. Like, he was a person that exists in my life. Any dude I date in the future can handle the fact that there is another guy on my Instagram. Like, I agree. It's fine. Chris, however, archived a photo of me on his Instagram. Did you ask him if it was archive or delete? It was archived because he brought it back. Oh it's a God. whole thing. Chris is younger than me. So, you know, I think there's a generational divide here, perhaps. But yeah, anyway, Agree. he archived a photo of me. And I'm not going to lie. I was very upset about it. I absolutely spiraled and was so sad. And I realized that, like, this is an insane world we live in. I miss the Facebook relationship status days because yeah. back then it was like, 
you know what? You're done. You change the status. Maybe you unfriend. It's over. Mm-hmm. Chris's profile is public. So I don't even follow him, but I can go to his grid whenever I want, which I did because I'm a human. And right. I saw that he archived this photo. I was like, what the heck? Like, that's just rude. Yeah. And I was really sad. So, you know, now I have this predicament where. I think that's too subtle, though. Like, that's such a subtle sign. Like, your friends won't know you broke up just because you archived a photo. That's a signal to me, the person who was in the relationship. I don't know how you publicly break up. Like, do I post a photo of myself, like, naked? And I'm like, guess what, y'all? I'm single now. What up? Like, I don't Uh. know how you come out (laughs) as, like, how do you come out as single now? How do you signify a breakup? Just start tweeting about, like, weird things people are saying to you on Tinder. I did say that I entered the weekend phase of the breakup, which I don't actually know if that's, like, a cool thing anymore. Like, I feel like no one likes the weekend, but I'm just going to be honest. I like his new album. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't fuck with the weekend, but yeah. I understand what you're saying. The sentiment. Anyway, I agree with you. Archiving pictures is weird. I mean, I have archived a couple of pictures of an ex-boyfriend, but only because I looked ugly in them. Or actually, I, I archived one that was, like, a picture of a valentine because I was like, this is too much. Why did I even put this on here in the first place? <laughs> but I think it's weird to try to erase people from the public record of your life just because you're not together anymore it's like yeah I really don't like I I don't know if it's for other people or if it's for yourself it reminded me a lot of the text threads episode where you know the hot and cold of items you keep threads it's like hotter closer to you yeah you delete threads they're colder you keep things away from you they don't matter as much I almost felt like archiving a photo is signifying your the coldness yeah like pushing like, something into a box exactly like I have photos of Chris but I put the photos away because for me that that to me is closeness my Instagram I'm like whatever I don't take that much stake in my grid but I could see how people who really really invest in their grid like Kim K would probably archive photos yeah I mean I guess I just I think it's like almost dishonest to be like this didn't happen like I mean unless of course like it was like a really horrible like traumatic breakup in which someone was really mean or like no yeah but and that's, that's like not what has happened to either one of us right anyway so this is the experience i've gone through while recording this episode but obviously this episode is not about me or caitlin we are going to talk to actual humans Mm, okay (laughs) (laughs) we are actual humans well we're gonna talk to people who are not podcast hosts yeah we're gonna talk to the daily dot advice columnist Naomi. I wonder how many people are totally open in relationships about their social media relationship. Who wrote this really good post in response to someone who had written in essentially asking, like, should I feel bad that the person I'm dating doesn't want to post photos of me on their Instagram? The person who wrote this question was really frustrated because she felt like in real life her relationship was stable and it felt like their lives were integrated and they'd been together for over a year and she was like, I post him, why doesn't he post me? Like, should I take this as a sign that they aren't Mm -hmm. committed to me or they don't care about me or they're embarrassed of me or blah, blah, blah. Like, we don't really have that many other problems in our relationship, but just like really bothers me. And I feel like I can't say anything about it because it sounds so silly. There's a lot that we still don't know because this is relatively new in terms of like human interaction. And Naomi actually had a lot of really good thoughts. She was basically saying that the reason this might feel so important to someone is that somebody is like looking at the life they've curated online and this like reality they've created for themselves and then looking at the reality of somebody that you feel intimate with. And then you look at that and you're like, wait, this isn't lining up. Like these don't match. That feels really uncomfortable. So like if you look at my Instagram, it's like, this is what I do. This is who I am. This is what I care about. And to like exclude a person from it who's supposedly very important to you 
is kind of like a strange message. Mm-hmm. Did you guys talk about whether it's just more, not so much that it's intentional leaving out, but more of like it doesn't matter to a specific person, you know? Like it's just priorities. Like you care about Instagram. I don't care about Instagram. Yeah. Naomi kind of talked about that. Like I think in the advice that she gave this person, it was just like people, especially of social media, because it's like all this like affirming each other and liking, like we forget about like the individualized ways of using it. People really want to believe that their way of using it is the one that makes sense, but there's just different ways. But it's still kind of hard to like to resolve that in your brain. It reminds me of when you cared a lot about texting. (laughs) When you were like texting boys and they didn't have the same expectations of texts as you. Oh, yeah, totally. It's hard to figure out kind of if somebody is, quote unquote, a bad texter because they just don't like texting or if they're a bad texter because they don't care about you very much. And I feel like that could be the same thing with Instagram. It's like I can't tell if they're not serious about this relationship because they're not posting on Instagram or if it's just they don't care about Instagram. Mm -hmm. Did she give like any advice for us sad people out there slash the listeners at home? Yes, she did. If it's a big part of your life, if you use social media a lot, I think it's healthy to have conversations about it and just in the same way that you would talk about other things that bother you I think it's okay to be like hey I noticed something and I'm like curious about it if Naomi was here I would tell her that I dated a guy once who I was quite serious with and it was really well not that serious but still I really cared for him and it was weird because he would post photos that were of things that I gave him or that we did together but he wouldn't post photos of me this happened to me recently too it's weird it's like why are you acknowledging this day that we had together and you're acknowledging this thing that like we cooked something together? He he Instagrammed the food we made. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why would you Instagram that dish but not tag me? It's so petty, but I just am like, to me, it was like a very special moment because we had never really cooked together like that. Did you ask him, though? Because I kind of think for a lot of people, the answer would be like, was, they were embarrassed too or they weren't sure that they should. Well, we broke up and it clearly was just that he's just stunted emotionally. But Ooh. I think... It's the truth. And he would readily admit that, I'd hope. But yeah, it was really painful to me because like I would buy him something and he Instagrammed the thing I bought him without acknowledging that I bought it for him. It was so weird. If you're somebody who's more sensitive and thoughtful about like intimacy, it's like, no, I'm sharing this with you. I'm connecting with you. And like, if you're going to go share it with your world, like, why am I not a part of that sharing? Like, I can totally understand how that would hurt. You feel like you've been like edited out. It sounds like Naomi is saying that people have different expectations and the only way you're going to resolve this ever is just by talking it out, which makes sense. It's like an adult thing you should do, probably. Yeah, I just truly can't imagine being like, hey, we should talk about whether or not we should be Instagramming each other. (laughs) But that was a discussion you had when Facebook official was a thing. Like you wouldn't change it. No, it's not. I changed it without telling my college boyfriend. I was just like, <laughs> you you're my boyfriend now. Wow. <laughs> Good for you. I well, at least in my experience, then. it was always a kind of a discussion of like, where are we? What are we? Are we official? Are we not official? I feel like now we're just way flakier. So we don't want to have these discussions. Oh, totally. And I feel so bad for the younger generation. Honestly, with everything I just went through, I literally like I feel so bad for teenagers. I want to like cry for them. <laughs> there was a world before Instagram, y'all. And it was beautiful. It's just so much uncertainty all the time. Oh my god, it's like 
Duh. Anyway, so I actually talked to a college student who maybe doesn't remember a world before Instagram. Her name's Megan. She's friends with your sister. Hi, Ashley. Yeah, my sister is about to graduate from college at UNC Wilmington, and she whoa, hooked whoa, us whoa, up whoa. with this expert source. I've been talking with this one guy. I'd say that we're dating right now. He's super great about social media, and he'll just post different dates that we've been on, like different outings, which is like a first for me. She's dealt with these vague relationship statuses in her personal life. I didn't know exactly like where we lied where we didn't lie so then i think it kind of just kept the ball rolling by him making that first move to post something i went into this interview thinking like megan is totally gonna be like facebook is dead i'm a young person no one uses facebook and then megan was like i think it's still a thing definitely everyone cares about facebook wait excuse i don't know me, where megan, we found megan i don't know who megan is but megan loves facebook apparently yeah me and my girlfriends even they'll be like oh well if they're not like facebook official is that guy like really available or not. And that's actually what spurred me to change my relationship status is that she was saying that it's important. It's an important decision to make. Even guy friends will like check other people's pages just to like see how they are listed. Again, kind of what we talked about earlier is that you're coming out more to your family. There's additional people that might be finding out about the relationship and that it's still a really weighty decision. But I totally get where she's coming from because it was a weighty decision when I actually was talking this big game and then was going to change my status. I was like, oh my God, this is scary. Okay, but well what did she say about Instagram. She refuted our hypothesis. Like, just, no. Instagram officials big too. Mm-hmm. She mentioned this phenomenon I've heard of before but never actually experienced myself. You can see, like, in somebody's bio if they have, you know, like, a certain date or initials. So they're kind of creating basically a Facebook status in Instagram because they don't have an official one that's available to them. I also low-key think it kind of depends on when that person's posting that picture. Is it, like, they're calling them, like, their boyfriend, girlfriend, you know? Or they're just, like, posting that picture about that other person to kind of like show off to others you know that they're like with them does she have like a popular instagram can she give me some advice do i need to post pictures of me with dudes to get a bigger instagram following i don't think megan is an influencer oh okay but caitlin i think i get what you're saying and you're trying to say that influencers do have to think about relationship statuses a lot and who are influencers Celebrities, of course. Totally. Celebrities have had to deal with relationships and telling the world about who they're dating, who they've broken up with for a long time, way before social media was ever a thing. So we're going to talk to Bobby Finger and Lindsay Weber of a podcast called Who Weekly, and they're going to explain to us how Instagram, Facebook, the internet has changed relationship statuses for real influencers, a.k.a. celebrities. I'm excited about this. If the stakes are high for us on Instagram, the stakes are so much higher for Demi Lovato. It is true. Okay, we'll be right back. All right, so we are back with Lindsay Weber and Bobby Finger of the podcast Who Weekly. Can you all tell us just a little bit about your podcast and what you do? So I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And we host a podcast. We co-host a podcast called Who Weekly. And it's, you know, about the, the ins and outs of celebrities, mostly the, you know, the who's, the the lower echelon of celebrities um, with the occasional them. We're the not occasional really them. Because you can't really talk about the who's without occasionally yeah. talking about the royals. So we're, you know, <laughs> we're obsessed with celebrity behavior and culture and especially the behavior and culture of the kind of thirstiest of our celebrities. And the thirstiest ones are you are the ones who typically use like your social platforms 
the best. If not the most, at least the most interesting one. Yeah, oh, for sure. They're very good at it stuff online. Okay, so for today's episode of our podcast, we're talking about Instagram official. Mm. This is a thing. You become Instagram official with your new boo. It's like a whole thought process. When do you post the first story pic or video? When do you post the first grid photo mm-hmm. or video? Like there's a difference. Yeah, know? yeah. So mm-hmm. Caitlin and I were wondering about how celebrity relationship status is. How, because a lot of blogging is piecing together things, right? Mm-hmm. There's never the official announcement necessarily. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there was at one point. So I'm wondering how you think about finding a celebrity's status with a boo. Well, first it was what paparazzi photos being st- being caught together, or being rumored to be paparazzi at the same place photos. at the same time, which still happens. But paparazzi know. photos, and then like, but in terms of like official declarations, I think of it as like the people cover, like the yeah. the, so the nicer end of the tabloid cover, um, or like a just a just a profile where they just casually mention it in like a, a Vogue profile. Sure, of you. like but, oh, but well, think, my, I'm currently dating this person. Well, I think they would be less casual back then. Now they're mm-hmm. more casual because you could find out other ways. But back then, I think it would be a big deal to like announce something, and you would wrap a whole story around mm-hmm. the announcement of a celebrity couple. Yeah. But then, you know, it makes its way up from, like, the shitty tabloids to, like, the reputable ones. So you got, you know, you're, like, it's rumored in, Na- in National Enquirer, and then it slowly makes its way up. Which yeah, is, like, like, Daily Mail yeah. is still playing this game on Snapchat and all the time. And they're often right. That's why yeah. TMZ knows when everyone dies. Like, they're often right, you know? They, yeah. have, they have sources. And I think it was, I think it was yeah, it was, it was press releases and publications that were, like, not controlled by the celebrity. And I think that's sort of how it's transitioned to, like, now there's still press releases, but they're controlled by the celebrity on their Instagram feeds. Yeah. Are there press releases about relationships? Totally. Well, a weird thing that just happened to me is Denial that of relationships, though, I think. It's a denial. So. Yeah. Denial. Okay. Well, Bobby like has a story. Well, we, we were talking about this earlier when we were talking about being on this podcast and how, you know, because now uh, celebrities own their own kind of press release behavior where, like, you can go to Instagram or Twitter and just say whatever the hell you want. You don't need your, your publicist to release a press release. Also, releasing a press release now has such a more, like, has a different tone. It's not chill anymore. So it kind of means something else when you do it. So we were talking about how now the Instagram um, became the place where they would go, but now publicists have reclaimed the Instagram because now it's, like, popular to do it. So now there are publicists acting on behalf of celebrities in their Instagram. It used to be more of a natural behavior. Now it's not authentic at all. So like we're back to the beginning almost. Yeah. And I think it's less press releases than publicists, than asking a publicist sure. and getting but confirmation. You could tell your, your story about, yeah. Um, I, what I thought was really interesting was, uh, when was this like two or three weeks ago when Amy Schumer got married to the random guy? <laughs> um, the other, but the like, other name, random no, guy? But actually like name him. Name Chris him now. Fisher. Wow, that was amazing. It was a rumor, like, suddenly one morning, because it was like a a Monday or a Tuesday, and it was like, Amy Schumer got married this weekend to a guy we've never heard of. The the wedding was attended by all these stars. There are no photos. It was very private, but she's definitely married. And so I reached out to her publicist, um, because I looked at her Instagram, and there was nothing about it. There was nothing on any of her socials. And I reached out to her publicist, and I was like, hey, can you confirm or deny Us Weekly story? This is out of the blue. Do you have a comment? And usually... Seven times out of ten, you don't even get a response, or at least I don't. Um, but she wrote back maybe an hour later, and it just said something along the lines of, please, please consult Amy's Instagram for more details. Oh, and my God. It. Really? And I was like – and at first I was like, I just looked at her Instagram. It's not there. But I guess she, she had just posted it, and then she was like, this is where it is. So I would say that is a form of a press release. Maybe yeah. it's like the new 2018 version of a press release. But I think we're going to see more and more of publicists getting kind of in between a celebrity and their social media because it used to be like they could do whatever they wanted. And that was what was fun about it. Now it's like – Like they might shop it again. to different tabloids or like pick a favorite, pick someone they they, they prefer. Like if Jennifer Ann 
Aniston was talking to someone about, like, Jennifer Aniston would choose people. Yeah. You know, like, the Kardashians might choose life and style. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's like, why talk to someone else if I can just put really well-curated photos and a nice little caption and on my Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And and I think the other thing, too, is now that the algorithm, the dreaded algorithm, puts things desperately out of order, you have to figure out now new ways to get your stuff out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, let's say you follow a ton of celebrities. It's not going to be like they're bumped up to the top of your feed. Mm-hmm. So how do you, like, post an official picture and then make sure everyone sees it? Like, it's a lot harder you post, now. Then you post the uh, you exclusive put, in Us Weekly and say that that's true. here's a rumor. So now you can do both. Yeah. We're back to doing both, I guess. Yeah. But also, like... Now, like e news or like what billboard will be like hit the Instagram posts as news, which is right. crazy to me. Oh, right. It was literally my favorite news story of the last year was when Sarah Highland wore like the Wells Adams <laughs> initial <laughs> necklace and like tagged Taylor Swift in it, and everyone was like, She's dating Wells Adams. And it's like, What? Mm-hmm. What? It was amazing. So good. It's just like her yeah. mouth. And right. Her you have people on the Instagram beat and they just write a whole post around one Instagram. And we also have, that just happened, the opposite. The the celebrity breakup announcement can be done over Instagram by the act, or even the coupling or the uncoupling can be done on Instagram via unfollowing or following, which yes. always gets coverage because there's always like, so I don't know. So is there if it's, someone who's like looking specifically? That's what I was going to yes. say. Yes. There's, it's, fans definitely yes. do it. Yes, 100%. But I think there must be someone on staff at like TMZ and someone who has, who has some sort of like software that will program alerts to their devices. 100%, yes. Also, you know that exists because when you look on your Instagram, you can see the activity. It's not for everyone, but you see, you can see behaviors of people. I followed, I liked, I commented or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But Courtney just just apparently unfollowed her like young boyfriend. Oh, they're done. Her like hunky boyfriend. They're done. Wow, And then deleted some of the photos. Breaking news. So it seems like the Kardashians kind of use their platforms organically and authentically. Yes. But Mm -hmm. you're also saying that there are these celebrities who have relinquished control yes. over to who maybe are more uncomfortable with it but still want to use it so they're so they've already kind of passed it on to their and publicist is now coming to people and saying hey I can take that for you you don't have to deal with it and do you think a publicist is like we're just gonna unfollow here don't I mean, worry about it no honey. I don't think that would be no, no. 100% not <laughs> so that's Especially the celebrity not, acting yes. but that's also why the Kardashians are know. so Kardashian they're so good at this stuff they really do strike a balance between inauthenticity and authenticity right. via all their stuff Courtney knew that unfollowing someone would get a story written about it. The she Selena, didn't think that no one would know. Selena Bieber have unfollowed and refollowed each other thousands of times mm-hmm. on Instagram, and every single time it's on just Jared <laughs> Junior. Every single time. <laughs> just kidding. It's normal Jared problem. Um, um, but that, but their relationship is usually like usually paparazzi photos because they're so famous. But when they appear in each other's Instagrams, it's a huge, it's a huge deal. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think. Like the the official becoming official or whatever. We were also talking about how now you can like archive photos, so you could actually take somebody totally out of your feed if you're like, you know, do you delete your ex from your feed or whatever oh, if you're famous? Sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, I think I was saying to you now, people a lot of celebrities use their feed as like a comprehensive whole, so like they'll delete all of them and start from the start fresh. So what you go when you go look. You're only seeing their new projects. You're only seeing their new whatever. You're only seeing this, like, or you're seeing a grid of their whole face, like Ali mm-hmm. Larder, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And like you, and so I, I, I think that's also kind of a way that you could, you know, announce that you've moved on from somebody or not have that history. I'm curious why this was something that I thought was so fun, and I don't know why more people didn't do it. Demi Lovato, I think it was, wrote that like really long notes app thing about why she was breaking up with her boyfriend and posted it on Instagram and I was like this is amazing everyone oh, should yeah. start doing this people why didn't do that become a thing people I, do people screenshot notes apps as like their own 
press releases pretty frequently. Like yeah. Demi loves doing it. Demi's is the best because I don't know. You maybe don't remember this, but one of a big joke on our podcast is that Demi's screenshot. It said poems. Like she put it. It in was a, in a folder. She called She put poems. it in a, phone, a, a folder called poems. <laughs> well, I did not remember. So that. It, oh, that's wow. hilarious. Mm-hmm. She's, she's so great, and that that actually I think when she did it, that is authentic. Mm-hmm. But I think now that's been Demi's always authentic. Sure, but but don't you think now we're at the, this? This is maybe a year later. Now publicists are back in there helping them do this stuff, and so it's become. The notes app thing has been taken over mm-hmm. by, and now it's not as authentic anymore. Caitlin and I have talked a lot about the authenticity of these social platforms. We've, I'm sure. we've come to the conclusion that Venmo is the most authentic social platform. Yes. That's, oh, that's totally. What it is. There's stakes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. no one's lying about money. Like, it's the facts. <laughs> no, uh, it's true. And it's not quite performative, but it is a little performative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't fake it necessarily, yeah. whereas it seems like you could plant official relationships if you wanted to. I know the YouTubers are into like planting stuff. Yeah, but I I think planting relationships is still quite a thing that that happens. Mm -hmm. There's so many fake relationships, I think, still. We saw that in like a year ago with Bella Thorne. One of our listeners found Bella Thorne's Venmo account. And Uh, like there was all the speculation that she was dating this other woman named Bella. And it was like very silly, but they were just friends. Anyways, something that someone used as backup was they found her Venmo and it was like they've been paying each other on Venmo. Oh, yeah. But it's like, what does that really prove? And they were finding, they were looking Uh, for all these celebrities' Venmos and finding them. I found some when we were doing this episode because I don't have Venmo. (laughs) And then I got on this whole thing where I was like, oh my God, I need to start looking people up. I found very minor celebrities like John Early. It's great. No, we, we, and then someone who listens to our podcast found Sean Spicer's Venmo and that was a big thing and that kind of broke out and people were writing about it and and, uh, Venmo and Venmoing invoicing him for shit like requesting cash yeah and sending him a cent and being like F you or whatever but I feel like that's the sort of thing that like happens next where it's like once everyone's tired of the Instagram reveal someone will do a sneaky like very high profile Venmo reveal dude come on yeah like Sean Mendes sure like well, young people, Sean yeah. <laughs> some sort of new platform that doesn't exist yet. So just like you both personally, how do you feel about the Instagram official in your own lives? Like, is this something you have to weigh out or do you think about Bobby, it? Bobby, how do you feel I, about the Instagram official? <laughs> I definitely feel the burden. And I recently got engaged. And the conversation about the engagement photo was a an actual conversation where in the moment I was like, I cannot believe we're having this conversation but I guess this is an essential conversation to have because I hate that. It's because I also don't use Facebook. I don't use I use Twitter, but like that's it's not it's so impersonal. Um, so like my most personal social platform is going to be Instagram, and so it was a thing to do. And we had to time out like, well, let's post post it at the same time so no one gets it first. Although like based on the algorithm, who knows? So and no we did it, it, and like first. we we posted our photo like two days after we took it. It was very weird. It was also very easy to tell everyone at the same time. Who got more likes, though? I had only... I did... I have more followers. (laughs) Um, But I will say, like, it's... It's one of those things I did have to think about it, though, because I wanted to make sure I told all of my closest friends individually. And it was like, well, we can't post the Instagram until everyone, like, we actually, like, like, knows... And then once that was done, no, and that was actually that was going through my mind because I was like, I hope no one I'm really close with finds out on my Instagram. That would have made me kind of upset. And as far as I can tell, I don't think that happened. I don't think that people really care that you wouldn't tell them and they would see it. I, Some I, people take it personally. I mean, I truly wouldn't care. Like, I just feel like yeah. it wouldn't. No, but I mean, like, I think 
Yeah, you some would pe- think it was weird if you found out t- I was engaged on Instagram and I didn't text you. Do not say okay, that you wouldn't think I was Maybe you, weird. but I'm just saying yeah. like there are some people in my life that have told me I'm engaged and I, I'm like, cool. But, <laughs> uh, like that's great. But like if I'd seen it on their Instagram first, I wouldn't be yeah. mad. But I'm thinking about that Maybe tier. baby's a little bit different. This is a, That's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. I think aside from engagement, because that's less of a surprise if someone's yeah, dating yeah. for a long time. Right. The like stalking of people through their Instagrams to find out if they're dating anyone at all. First, let's say you just met them or whatever, or like someone you know keeps putting people in Instagrams. I think it's really gotten interesting because like I personally don't post a lot of actual Instagrams anymore Mm -hmm. because for some reason it feels too much. The grid. I post stories. Everything to me feels more appropriate for a story now. I have yet to come across since January. uh, When I was in Nashville, since a long time ago, I haven't found anything worthy of a grid for me. Maybe I'm, you know, really raising. The I bar think this too high. is the trend: is mm-hmm. that no one's posting, at least what we've sort of. And like, who sees it here? But. I think also now that I have like a little bit more followers because of the podcast, I'm anxious because I feel like people really like go in, and I and I'm almost like, you know what? I don't need the burden of that. But now I think like because of stories, you're gonna have to be a little bit more discerning to find Instagram official stuff, right? Because that's less of a like us posed for an actual photo and more of a like putting pieces together. It's basically gotten more obtuse, I think. If you're going to if you're going to post a nice photo though. Like a, a friend of mine recently sure. got married and this isn't exactly the same, but it was like the nicest photo was on the grid and then the stories were all of the like outtakes and the camera phone. That's like nice. the camera phone photos which was interesting. That's so nice. it's like but it was still like I was imagining the process that that took. It was like, well, we have to come to an agreement on like which photo that will represent us and then we can post the other ones just like yeah. I mean, and think about stories. if this is how complicated it is for normal people, like celebrities, like mm-hmm. oh my god, like I yeah. can't, I'm stressed out about it. Yeah, I mean, I think with my friends, I've noticed the story is sort of dipping your toe into the official, where you're like, mm-hmm. you know, your friends as social groups. So I know if my friend makes a new friend, and I'm like, who's your new friend? Because I don't know <laughs> your new friend, so that's weird. And so when they post someone that they might be dating or someone like hot, I'm like who's the hot person in your Instagram? Like, I don't know this <laughs> hot person. Hot That's person? weird. And so then I start texting people and I'm like, who's in this person's Instagram? Right, which you I are did very recently. <laughs> I just love drama. Act you like do. We don't do, we don't, we don't, I know. we participate in this exact we same do, kind of behavior. But I, what I love, but you're doing it for celebrities. Right. Maybe. And, and I think oh, that's, friends too, we, we do that for our friends too. But, yeah. but I think what's great about for celebrities, it's so shameless and you don't have to be embarrassed about going 400 photos back into someone's feed. If they're a celebrity, who fucking cares? Like mm-hmm. you can do that and you can watch all their stories and you can be really creepy and click on the tags and go, our favorite celebrity behavior is clicking on tags until you get somewhere insane. You're mm-hmm. like, who's that? Who's yeah. that? Who's that? Who's that? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're 14 people removed and you're like, I'm having the time of my life here. Where am I? <laughs> it's like Instagram Explorer, you know, yeah, where, where Instagram tells you who you should be following and, and it's some celebrity you've never heard of, but they know you should be following yeah, them. Yeah, they're right. So so it's, it is like really charming to do that when it's a celebrity. A little bit more creepy when it's someone you know, I guess. One yeah. of our other interviews was the Daily Dot Advice columnist, and she was mm. talking about um, this girl who was like very heartbroken that her boyfriend didn't include her in her Instagrams. Which, like, I want. Do you think that celebrities have to feel more embarrassed about that than normal people? Like after the baby announcement, I looked at Travis Scott's Instagram, and his yes. post was of like a drawing yes. of like a skull with its teeth falling out. <laughs> That's suspect to me. And I was like, this is what you posted on Instagram the day after your child was born. I don't know. Like, it just seems like. If you are self-conscious about your relationship, it's even more obvious if you're I would, famous. I would actually think it's less 
there's less pressure on a celebrity because it's like the pressure is on them having their own like sort of unbreakable brand. Okay. Yeah, it's more um, about the brand. So you can just the excuse would be just oh they're just using this for promotion like so yeah. they're not really. But you're I mean, but somebody who you know to be who's famous, you know to be super sherry on Instagram. You're right. It would be weird if they mm-hmm. didn't share. I mean, I don't know why this came to me, but Julian Huff did a full reveal of her new hair color. That's the kind of <laughs> like a full reveal like like pay, like posts multiple and then mm-hmm. stories. And then it went to magazines, too. She gave official photos to magazines. Oh, yeah, she was very emotional This about was a hair color change. She'd always wanted was to be, she, was it pink? She went red. Oh, red, okay. yeah. That's a big oh, change. She'd always wanted to be red. She looks great. And someone found, oh, I think it was me. Um, <laughs> a, But it was a video. Well, I was like, we were talking about this on, on the phone. Sure. But I, like, I was digging deep into Julianne Huff that week or that day. And I found a video, like an interview of her four years ago where she was like, one of these days I really, I think I'm going to like bite the bullet and go red or something. And in my like sick, twisted Instagram brain, I was like, that's a seed that she planted because she wanted us to find it. And it was just like, she knew she would reveal it on Instagram which in a few so, years. Which is not Which true. is crazy, but yeah. it's like, we're so used to following those Instagram breadcrumbs that like, I see them everywhere now. Like, I don't believe in coincidences anymore. <laughs> like, I believe we're well, always, Instagram has like, taken we're away constantly your, your being joy. played. And that you cannot, like, thoroughly, like, ingest an Instagram photo in under, you know, three minutes because you have to examine everything. Like, you have to look at everything. There's so many things to click on. (laughs) So many places to go. Yeah, that was incredible. Ugh, I think if we learned anything, Lindsay, love them. Yeah, if I learned anything from that, it's that I need to get famous so that people will care and ask for press releases about my relationship status. Yeah, and I need to take more advantage of the Notes app. Oh my god, I would love, love to be famous enough to announce a breakup via Notes app screenshot. What did Zayn and Gigi do? Do you remember? I am pretty sure they released a statement. Yeah. Yeah. So they were old school. Yeah. So Bobby Lindsay mentioned the press releases before. And now it seems like kind of part of their job is just going through the unfollow or the follows Mm -hmm. who they follow and checking to see if they still follow them. Although some Zane and Gigi history for you here. The first time they broke up, which might have been a little over a year ago, it was pieced together based on Gigi's Snapchats in which she was making lots of references to Beyonce's lemonade. Wow. So there's lots of ways to go about it. Yeah, I think celebrities are still figuring out this world for us. Although no one cares if I break up with my boyfriend. You aren't going to go through my following and see if I followed him or unfollowed him, right? Like that's not going to happen. Someone, yeah, I mean, as somebody who is like clinically sinister in the ways that I use social media. I might do that to someone. Yeah. But I don't think it's the norm for sure. I think the it sounds like to me Instagram is good for when you want to signify that you started a relationship. There is no good way to end it on Instagram. You're and right. that is a problem. Because you also have now all of these factors like beyond just the grid, it's the stories. Mm-hmm. And it's like honestly, do I post a story where I'm like I'm single now? Like I really do want my Instagram followers to know, not that it's anyone like 
really important. It's my friends. But I do want it to be like known. Like this person is not tied to me anymore. And there's no way for me to show that. I promise you the next time that I go through a breakup, I will announce it on my Instagram story. I promise you that right now. I mean, now. I think it's, it's a good <laughs> I think it's a good look. Like I think you should lean into it, to be honest with you. I mean, here's the one thing though. Maybe you don't explicitly say I'm single now, but you definitely, you know, do a really good makeup look. Mm-hmm. Maybe go to mm-hmm. a fancy plan at Lincoln Center mm-hmm. and take a good pic of yourself and post it on the gram. And some people, based on your cryptic caption, might deduce what has happened. (laughs) I didn't do that or anything. No, I've never heard of anyone doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin, wait. We have to announce your sad news, too. Oh, my sad news is that I don't work at The Verge anymore. Boom. It's out there now. I think Ashley wanted this to be like a really dramatic announcement, like kind of like she broke up with her boyfriend. And additionally, I broke up with her by leaving my. It's true. I honestly don't know if Caitlin's going to come back. Oh, my God. I work maybe a 10 minute subway ride from here in Murray Hill. Is this a commitment? At a new media company called Damn Joan. Yeah, this is commitment. Well, so was my contract. (laughs) And that is what I'm doing. However, I still love Why'd You Push That Button? And I will be here in the future. Nothing will change for you. This doesn't affect your life at all. I'm not archiving my pictures of Ashley and Lizzie on the Instagram grid. Um, I did change my Twitter bio. left her verge life behind. Oh my God. That is so untrue. The note I feel we should end this season on is, you know, we're going into summer. Hopefully by the time this episode runs, it's warm. Please God be warm. And it's going to be a new us. Ashley keeps trying to get me to become single so that we can hoe it up together. I'm not going to even make a comment. (laughs) Just nope. I'll leave that one out there. We are going to have a fantastic summer, Caitlin. I know. I agree. We're going to post lots of great Instagrams because I can't delete Instagram. So might as well make use of it by posting pictures of myself. And feeling good by the lights. Should we go have a limerita right now? I think we should. All right. So that's it for a bit. We're going to work on season three. I'm actually so pumped. Our doc has a lot of good ideas. I feel out of ideas. So please send us your ideas. We have some good ones in there. But we need more for sure. Yeah. Email us at buttonattheverge.com. Follow Caitlin on Twitter. K-A-I-T underscore Tiffany. Follow me on Twitter at Ashley R. Carmen. Follow Andrew on Twitter at A. N-D-R-U Marino please send us your photos of you and your crush drinking frozen slushies in the summer heat because I need that yes I Honestly, agree I need I that do. too I need that too so I just want to say season three is going to be exciting because I'm going to be dating again <laughs> which means the stories are going to be great oh my god I it's can't wild, wait it's a wild world out there as I have previously experienced, so. Oh, boy. Okay, yeah, this is, I'm excited now. When we come back to school, it's going to be with a bang. Yep. My grid's going to be full of pictures of Ashley. Sweaty. Okay. Goodbye, we love you. Bye.